Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Gentlemen, we all right? Good evening. I'm a little bit tired. Is it, is, it, is it all getting a bit much for you, John? All this live showing, life on the road? I don't <laughs> think this rock and roll lifestyle's for me. He's drinking with the big lads, isn't he, Chrissy? He's puffing and panting, the lad. Well, it's, it's obviously we're recording this Monday night, right? And I, I've started watching the soaps, and I don't know where I'm at with them. Oh. I miss Fridays oh, and everything. I miss Fridays. Everything we're kicking off Fridays because we're doing a bloody live show. Just remember, Chrissy, next next two of you organised, just work around Coronation Street and EastEnders, okay? Yeah, sorted, <laughs> not taken. I don't I don't mind missing uh, missing one of them, but I don't I don't like missing them all. Curly's back, isn't he? Yeah, he's uh he just said twins are Raquel. He changed his name though, because it's sponsored by Cabris now, aren't they? <laughs> Curly Willie Watts. <laughs> oh. I mean, I've, I've spent too much time with him this week. <laughs> Far too much time with him. <laughs> that was horrific. Jeez. I think I think we needed it. Needed the boost. <laughs> boost? Is that oh, can't be done done it. <laughs> I'll give you a boost, Chris. Your hair looks nice. <laughs> uh, oh, it's been good, hasn't it? Yeah, I've it's been a good that. week, hasn't it? Yeah. I, the bit, the big goat is like a different animal now, isn't he? At these live shows. Oh, he's first on. If it's, uh, no, it's if in doubt. Sing a song. Yeah, it's, it, it's not far off. It's not far off becoming a red coat. I think at Butlins. Oh yeah, I could see him at Butlins. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. So we've got two days rest, and then we go again. We're back in, back in the saddle. Wednesday. Yeah, thanks to everybody that came down. We've we've really yeah. enjoyed Sheffield, Hull, and Cardiff the, last week, didn't we? And then this week we've got Middlesbrough, Sunderland, and Scarborough coming up. Yeah. yeah. So if you're in the vicinity and you fancy fancy coming on down. Weekend in Scarborough. I think Sunderland sold out, hasn't it? Yeah, Sunderland sold out. Still tickets for Middlesbrough and Scarborough. But we're going to get next year's sorted, aren't we? Hey, Chris, let's not run before we come walk. Let's just get this one out. He's getting right, Giddy, isn't he? (laughs) I'll sort (laughs) the tour out for next year, lads. (laughs) Yeah, because there has been a lot of responsibility this year on my shoulders. Next year's going to be a worldwide tour, lads. We're going to Vegas in March. Fucking him. (laughs) <laughs> we'll, we'll, uh, we'll charter a flight uh, we'll charter a flight and everybody who's coming to the show can just come on the flight yeah have you seen the plonkers I have yeah any familiar I mean, names in there yeah my own yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big you... I'm a big I'm a big enough man to take it on my shoulders when I've underperformed and this weekend on the Who Knows Wins I underperformed I let myself down I let you guys down I let my family down and it's not good enough yeah, must do better. Back road, John. One out of one out of ten, I got, and I'm quite confident when I put them on. It were a good spread though this week with the with the seven winners with two hundred quid a piece. Hell of yeah. a spread. We like and a good spread, the... don't we? Everybody getting yeah. a bit of a treat. Yeah, spread the love. I mean, I think I think Matty, I think Matty might have been in joint second place. I think Matty even got a few mm-hmm. quid back. Twenty five quid for for the rest that got that got six right. So congratulations to everybody who uh, who got a few quid in the pocket. Yeah, mm. and we've got another week coming up this weekend. Pardon? Ten fixtures. If you've not already got involved, ten fixtures. You make your predictions, put a fiver in the pot, and we split it amongst everybody else. Just get on the Who Knows Wins app on Google Play or iTunes and uh, get yourself involved in the Under the Cosh League. Let's get some of them big pots back that we used to have with our five and six grand in, because that that really can uh, that really can make some have a good good Christmas, wouldn't it? Well, it's life. Oh, not right. 
Life changing, exactly. Changing lives once again. Who's the plonkers? We do. The plonkers. Right, there's myself. There's Deck 2000. Uh, he were in tied 373rd place with myself. Uh, and Howie. Uh, to be fair, I were a bit reluctant to put Howie in because I quite like the fact that he's just gone be very simple with his name. Howie. Well, congratulations so, to the plonkers. Yeah, myself. Deck, ten. Myself, Deck 2000 and Howie. Tell you what, we've we've took a back this week, haven't we? Took a week. Oh, we took it right. But this is going proper old school this week. I oh, yeah. and I, uh, I I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the recording when we, when we did it. It was it was half getting back to his roots, wasn't it, lads? Yeah, I mean, Mark Patterson, what, what come through in the in the seventies, playing eighties and nineties, like as a young lad in seventies. So that like just the stories about fighting on the pitch and that you could never get away with today. Madness in it, madness. Yeah. We've gone from Stuart Downing, who's the, the peak in the Premier League when everything's all uh, prim and proper and all that sort of stuff, and then we've gone to the old what, what would it call them? The first division, was it? That was the Premier League. Yeah, and the absolute contrast is is frightening. Must be. Uh, like, he reminds us. He, he reminds us of Nick Rathbone. I know the mates and they play with each other. But he reminds us of him to look at and the way his stories went and that. And it's but, a two-parter as well. There's there's some and then there's some absolute crackers next week as well. His stories, some his stuff at Sheffield United and everything. It's funny. Yeah, man. good mix of eras, good mix of personalities. Yeah, and there's some crackers coming up for the rest of the series as well. Mm. Even if we do say so ourselves. Mm. But self praise, lads, doesn't harm anybody. No, self-praise is no praise this year, but I'm not going with it this week. I think we've done well. Yeah, get yourself down to the live shows this week if you can. Middlesbrough, Sunderland, Scarborough, David Weeter, Alex Ray, John Sheridan. And then we've got Leicester, Liverpool, Manchester and Coventry coming up after that. So if you're around, come on down. Chris, you really nailed that. Yeah? yeah. Not, yeah. One, not one basic error. No, no, I know I'm renowned for basic errors. Well, it's not like you, is it? Hold my socks up. <laughs> Right, let's get him in. Let's get him in, Paddy. Go on, Paddy. Matt Fasson, how are we doing? I'm all right, so are you, Chris? Good, yes, I'm good. Thanks for joining us. All right, us. Matt, yeah, cheers. Yeah. Welcome. Looking nice to meet you, Matt. The eating's not on, obviously, that's why Pat has left his coat on. It's <laughs> <laughs> always a few degrees going in Darwin, you know that, mate? Oh, Jesus. You're right just... on your doorstep and all, aren't we? Yeah, just down road, yeah, born and bred. Two more Sam Yeah, bring them in. 30 no, thanks years. for coming on, mate. Yeah. Yeah, no worries. 30 years in football, more or less. Yeah. By the time you finished. Yeah, yeah, good career. Yeah, Bolton, yeah. Berry, Sheffield United, Blackburn. Yeah. Well, I mean that's the point as well. The Sheffield United one—you you made some Sheffield United fans angry with that thing you put on uh, on Twitter. On Twitter, Twitter. Yeah. We talked well, about it, didn't we? Yeah. I didn't put Sheffield United in, but the pictures there. The pictures there. The yeah. pictures there. You know what yeah. I mean? So, oh, was the people it. piping up? Was yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think right, that's yeah. why because he was complaining about it last week. <laughs> people piping, so everybody were piping yeah. up. Yeah. Because yeah, we know if we miss miss a club off, you get we get people messaging saying really and so and so. Oh, there even someone said, "Don't forget South End." Oh, yeah, South End twice. Yeah, great times. Loved every minute of it. Driving all the way down there. You know where you're travelling? <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah. I used to go down on a... I used to set off Sunday tea time. Yeah, get down the afternoon. The, oh, man, I never realised that motorway down to London was so busy. But everyone, they commute on, you see. So we get down on that on the M1. It was like a, a chocolate block. It took you two hours to get down past that. Like a six-hour trip. Coming home, it used to take me three and a half hours because I couldn't wait to get away from that. I was 120 all the way home. get me out of this shit all. Not the actual South End, the club itself. I loved it and the people around it. You've said it now, mate. Yeah, 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 all right. yeah. yeah. Can't dig yourself out of that. No, no. Same Southerners just scared me. <laughs> just dumping my dad again. No, no, no. Can't, no, can't. <laughs> He started at Blackburn. Were it 12 years as a pro? Well, no, no, I was, there, I was there 12 years in total. Right. Yeah, so a 12-year-old kid, when I got spotted, we, um, a fellow called Fred O'Donoghue got arrested, so they were scout at time. And uh, during that time, you know, I think the managers back then, when I was 12, so that would have been, we had Jim Smith, Gordon Lee, 
and they all used to come in to watch us train, kids and what have you, which was a fantastic experience. A fellow called Jim Eiley, and then, of course, uh, Howard Kendall. It was the Howard. We've heard a few stories, haven't we? Yeah. Mm. It was always at the back end of his yeah. management spell, wasn't it? That mm. we've heard players that have played under him. But I guess he was yeah. quite young when you went well yeah the, the, my first recollection of Howard we, we went down during school holidays and um, uh, uh, we were training we got we got allowed to go and watch him train on pitch and it must have been a Friday because they're doing set pieces and one at last took a corner from, from Blackburn End and knocked it to the edge of the box and Howard side footed it in top corner and someone's going ah you fluky bastard and Howard's gone whoa stop everybody move can you put it back in the same place, son? And heard it where took corner, put it back in the same place. He went, fucking bang, stanched it. Enough said. Fucking get on with it. <laughs> that was my first recollection of Howard. And I thought, wow, that's magnificent. You know so you're I mean? Well, I imagine you were a Blackburn fan because you were there as a kid, so... Yeah, yeah, I mean... Old family Blackburn. Oh, yeah, 100%, yeah. I mean, in 1975, I used to go down watching them. My dad used to wagon drive me, fella. He used to work his ass off. Work 12, 14 hours a day. Because in them days, they were not sacking off bullshit. You'd fucking worked and that were it. Put money on the table. I used to sit at home, 12 year old, waiting for him to come in, a nine year old, whatever, 10 year old, 1975. Right, come on, son. In car, down to Ewood Park, watching them play every home game that season, never miss one. And it were like, I fucking love this team. And then, yeah, we're lucky to go and crack on with you, like, yeah. It must have been a proud moment for your dad then when you walked out top field for the first time. Well, amazing. Because what we used to do is we used to, after game, we used to go to my granddad's, my dad's dad's who lived at Ewood. He was a tailor, Beastport tailor in Blackburn. So we used to go down there for a tea after games on a Saturday. We used to have uh, steak and steak and potatoes. It were treats at fucking week. It were <laughs> and then we used to get sixpence off my grandma to get some fucking tosh on my own. Like, you know what I mean? It was brilliant. So that was, yeah, we were proud, proud times. My granddad was a big Blackburn fan, so... To go on to play from yeah, massively proud, yeah. yeah. Who give you a debut? Well, as a, again, in senior squad, it was Howard Kendall, and it, it came about a bit of a well, strange way, really. I was sat at school, 15-year-old, and I were in English, and our English teacher, a lady called Mrs. Horsfall, and she used to say to me all the time, Patterson, you'll never be a footballer. Get on with your schoolwork. Concentrate, it's more important. And I used to think to myself, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> football is fucking this. <laughs> and I knew I was going to be a footballer because I've been at Rover since I was 12, I was 15 now, and the decision was coming at the end of that year. And I thought, you know, I was confident as fuck. I'm fucking best left winger down there. I'm going to get a fucking contract. So anyway, this day at school, it was a Tuesday. And Mike Hodgkinson, our sports teacher, walked in. He went over to Mrs. Horsfall and he started talking to her and she looked at me and she shook her head and I thought, fuck me, I'd been found out from twagging it last fucking week so it bubbled me. I thought, fucking hell, because we used to get down again as you used to fucking twagging, what have you. Anyways, he's gone, Patterson, get out of here now. So I walked into the corridor and he's gone to me, Howard Kendall wants you to go up to the northeast and play for senior, for senior lads tonight, senior squad. And I've gone, fucking hell, right? I went, thank fuck for that. I thought you want to get done like for twagging it, but I'm playing for Rovers, fucking hell. Yeah, so you're actually at school and they're playing that night? I was 15 years old and he come in and what, what it was, it was Crooktown, it was a friendly, but what happened, they, they signed um, a player from Crooktown. So in return, they said they'd take a squad up, give me a bit of, bit of money through Gates and what have you. So I said, right, but he said, we need to get your boots. I said, well, man works in Co-op in town. We need to go and get Doiky. Right, get in car, we drove to Co-op, What's it called? Which school teach? Mum's face went fucking bump. What have you been up to now? You, <laughs> you know what I mean? I said, no, I'm, I've been asked to play for the first team, first team squad. She went, no, that's brilliant. I said, need my boots. She went, right, there's door key. So we jumped in the car, drove down the road, got my boots, dropped key off, down Ewood Park, full of night, I'm on buzz with my fucking idols going <laughs> to Crooktown to play in this friendly. Why wow, amazing. And then you got, got changed? Are you still in school uniform? Oh, I'm not in school uniform. I've got my fucking blazer on. You know, this looks mad. Honestly, I'll tell you what, I've got some funny locks off one or two blazers on fucking buzz. It's by the by. But um, so we got up there, like, you know, and uh, I always come up to the fuck game. He said, right, Paddy, he said, uh, you're a bit subbing first half. He said, but I'll play second half. I went, oh, thanks. Fucking brilliant. 
it was snowing like fuck and it was 34 the wind 30 40 mile an hour and crooked town oh fuck but it didn't bother me right get changed so kate goes out put my shirt on well i'm fucking that big my shirt come down to my fucking knees <laughs> and then you know it used to be like used to it would have fucking free for all for shorts and socks so they've all got the shorts and socks i put these this fucking pair of shorts on pull them up they were like fluid fucking wranglers honestly they were fucking flapping they were xxl these shorts <laughs> put my socks on socks come up to my thighs i thought man you couldn't see any skin on my body at all right? <laughs> so tidying myself up got my track suits on fucking had a warm-up and went and sat there on the bench watched first half go by and it's still blowing a gale and it's snowing like fuck sideways and we're getting second half and uh I was going to the right son. He said, you're going on. He said, all I want you to do is go out and enjoy yourself. Play like you're playing with your mates. Go down wing, beat one or two, crosses in boxes. He said, that's all I'm looking for. I thought, fucking brilliant. So we get out in second half, ball goes sideways, knock down fucking wing. I'm chasing after it. And then fucking wind's blowing. Shorts blow up. I have no jock strap on. <laughs> my fucking bollocks were fucking flying all over fucking place. God's truth. I'm running down fucking room like that. One hand on my bollocks while I'm fucking speaking. Fucking, our kennels come to the fucking sideline. Paddy, Paddy. You're right, son. I've got no groin straight. So now I've no fucking jock strap on. Dicks everywhere with my bollocks. So come here, you little pillock. So we went to the side, got me fucking dug out, and he said, so what, lads, are you? Get your fucking jock strap off and give him your jock strap. Take your sweaty fucking strap off. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell, I'm 15, you know. <laughs> Back on fucking, I'm like, fucking hell. So anyway, I did arms, I did all right. It just about held it all in place, you know. Put a few crosses in, like, you know. And come off after the game, you, you give me a sloppy when you're daft bug. Well done. Fucking brilliant. <laughs> First experience playing for all. That's brilliant, that, isn't it? Were you at school <laughs> the next day? Oh, I couldn't wait to get to yeah, school. I was, just, oh, I was thinking exactly that. Yeah. English tea, what was she called? Oh, Mrs. Horsfall. I you? mean, rest her soul, she died many years ago, but, you know, I, I, you can understand what she was saying. And yeah. yeah. If there's any kids, any kids watching this, then you shouldn't be. <laughs> but I mean, if, if any adults tell your kids, do the fucking schoolwork. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you end up like me, digging like an idiot when you're 56 years old. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have that self-belief, though, even that, that age, that you were going to make it? Yeah. Yeah, I was I was so confident. I know I had ability. Um, at the time, I was never the quickest, which would hold me back a little bit for the position I played in later on. But I had that confidence. I was a confident fucker. I got myself into that much trouble because I was too gobby. I was was that, did anybody ever think oh, this little shit needs fucking? Oh, um, many times. In yeah. club, bring it into line. Like, well, I got good at many times. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> never learned. Keely, fucking come here, you little cunt. <laughs> In fact, when I, when I signed Apprentice, we had a, a second-year apprentice called Paul Greenwood. And Paul was a big centre-half. And he was main man. And it was like, we didn't like taking it off anybody, did we? No matter that age, when you've got attitude, you don't want to fucking take it off anybody. Like yeah. so, Main man as in the best player or just a do-gooder? No, no, fucking main man. Just you know, oh, like, off, like, you know. Yeah. And it was second-year. like a boy of you all. And... Um, I remember we um, weren't training and came back into Rovers. We were getting changed in first into the um, home team. And he was behind me with Paul. And me being fucking me, I shut the door in his face. Bang! He went fucking boom. As soon as I'd done it, I went, oh, I'm going to get fucking leathered here. Fuck me. He kicked the door open and he gripped me. And he put me against the wall and he fucking smacked me right on my chops. And then I looked out the corner of my eye. And I saw the rest of the lads looking at me, fucking side of change, and he's pissing themselves. And I thought, I'm going to lose some fucking face here. So Paul let go of me. I kicked him in bollocks and fucking windmilled him. <laughs> <laughs> bang, bang, bang. <laughs> fucking blood coming out of his nose. Fuck me. But he gripped me. He got hold of me. <laughs> and it, but I was lucky enough that I just had enough about me to stop him from fucking smashing fuck out of me because he would have done. But I just stopped him for long enough till physio come out of the physio medical room and fucking pulled him off me. He's gone to us, get to sit fucking manager. So in them days, before they don't do stand, the Nuttall Street, we walk through now with players entrances, that were a row of houses, a row of terraced houses. Uh, before they developed it, we had the two end houses with the offices. By the way, just 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 breaking off that minute. So they've dropped all the houses on Nuttall Street, um, and I'm still living at home 
with my mum because I'm still young and um, they find a body under houses on Nuttall Street in Blackburn. A lad had been stuck down, down a fucking drain in the backyard and when they were doing all demolition, they pulled this body out. It telegraphed it and it read headlines and it showed a description or it told you a description, I should say, because he'd rotted away this body. Blonde hair, film star fucking uh, smile and a gold chain on. Well, I looked at this gold chain and I went, fuck me, I recognise that chain. And it was really like a distinctive chain. It's like an unusual one. And we had a, a lad at our school called Julian Brookfield. He weren't into football or sport or anything, but he had a fucking, he had the gnashes, he had blonde hair and he had this chain. So I've gone to my mum. That sounds like Julian Brookfield. I know I've seen him for a long time. So I've got on phone to the place and 10 minutes later, fucking Sidder on door. Fucking CID. Uh, blocking a woman. So we sit down, they start talking to us and they've gone, why do you think it's Julian Brookfield? I said, well, it's, I think it's fucking, everything about what you put in there is him. And they went, right. And they didn't give anything away. Like fucking, it turned out to be him. But whilst they were in the house, they said to me, I want to show you a, a photograph of something. Be prepared. And I'm thinking, the fucking hell, they're not going to show me him dead or out like that. Fuck me. <laughs> so, and they, they showed me this picture. And it was a girl gagged, arms behind her back. She's alive. Boom. And he said, Do you know this fucking bird? Topless. She had a great pair of teeth to be fair. Like. <laughs> she fucking did. <laughs> but I didn't fucking know her. I went, No, I don't know her. And he went, Right, all right then. Fine, thanks. Right, thanks. See you later. And I'm gone. Fucking strange one, that like. So this, what happened, Julian's landlord had fucking fallen out with him. He'd fucking banged him with something, smashed his head in and put him down at fucking drains. So anyway, getting back to the story. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute here. What, what, what was this bird? I never you found never out. You never found out? No, I've never seen a bird it's like it, either. <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> Fuck me. Honestly, she would have fucking belted. <laughs> So, that was like 60 years ago, you know, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> fucking hell. So, oh, we're going down, um, <laughs> yes. we're going down Nuttall Street, <laughs> and, and, and Paul's in front of us. Well, it's upstairs, gets into office, and I thought, fuck me, I'm going to get a sack here, because I've been getting him bothered a bit, and what have you. Sack all looked at us both, with his fucking nose like that. And the sack all has gone, have you done that to him? I went, yeah, Gaffy. I went, right, get out of my fucking office. Not that it? Get out of my office. This Howard? This No, this is Bobby Saxton. Right. No, I would have gone, but Bobby come in like, get out of my fucking office, you fucking idiot. And then, you know, it's that cheap thing and confidence thing. You didn't change your rooms and, and you're answering it back to pros and what have you. But I know deep down, they fucking love it because I know when I were a pro and young kids were there and they were giving it your back. You'd appreciate you had a, you had a bit yeah. of something, didn't you? Yeah. Know, yeah. You speak so, about that a lot, to be fair. Speak yeah. about stuff like that. Yeah, it's and, good. and he was fine with you after. So that were it, just Absolutely. get out of my office. Get on with no. that, were it? Yeah, I don't know what he said to Paul, but we, we managed to square it off, me and Paul. We sorted it out. He could have killed me if he wanted to. Yeah. If we stood here now, me and him, he'd not fuck out me, but <laughs> I just got I just felt embarrassed Keep because I was laughing at me. How <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah>, really? <laughs> when, when, when did you make your, uh, obviously you made <clears throat> your debut as a young lad, 15, but then how old were you when you were Your official league, league debut yeah. in first team. Yeah, well, I was uh, I I 18. Um, I, I nipped up to, we went up to Carlisle and he put me on bench, only two subs back then, as you know, and, and he put me on sent on bench this sack and I was on about 90 quid a week then. I remember going in to sign my first contract, pro contract, went 90, 90 quid a week, son, £1,000 signing on fee, another good on next year. Fucking loved it, bang on, brilliant. I went up to uh, Carlisle, win bonus for 120 quid, we won 1-0. I've got 120 fucking pound in my wage at the end of the week. I'm on top of my 90 quid. I like, fuck me, I was rich for a while, you know what I mean? And then <laughs> a few weeks later, he's gone to me. And what we used to do in Tunnel at Ewood, outside a physio room, team used to go up, boom, Friday. After training, Friday. I went in this Friday and I looked at team. Fucking hell, number 12, M. Patterson. And I'm going down to Main Road day after to play it's a bit sub at Man City well Man City was always my second team because I love Peter Barnes because I was a little jinky wing when I started and Peter Barnes was my idol so to go to Main Road and make your debut it was like a dream come true yeah. 
and from one of our players from our days we're still playing from Paul Power we're still, we're still playing like anyway we get down to main road I'm on bench and I'm fucking loving it jock strap on Full, fully fucking stored in there protected <laughs> I think they turn into slips in them days I think mean, the jock straps are going and slips are in like so it's um, so I'm, yeah I'm fucking chomping at bit I'm 78 minutes 80 minutes we're going to beat 6-0 Sacco's gone to us Paddy get warmed up son next one who gives it away is coming off and you're fucking going on so someone met David Hamilton maybe I think he would have given it away I'm just come off and I, I go on play 10 minutes at Main Road in front of 25,000 people and he even cleared one off fucking line I did he should have been seven if it weren't for me it absolutely fucking brilliant so I come off and it, that was that was priceless mate so were you yeah. more were you more excited the fact that you were getting on than the fact that your team are getting dick six, well, that that immaterial, really. I mean, I would, I would have liked me fan, but I just wanted to get on. My yeah. my focus were like getting on and playing in front of the twenty five thousand at Main Road. You know what I mean? For my team that I love as a kid and I still love now, it was fucking awesome. Yeah, and it was. Yeah. Where did you score pre season back then? I can't imagine them being too exotic. Yeah, oh, yeah you're not going to Dubai, are you? No. Well, no, no. Then were the old Isle of Man days, weren't they? All right, oh, yeah. Mate. So what we do with uh, it's like a little tournament thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was fucking awesome. If you, what you do is you, you pre-season you play a tournament against local teams, and it was like the, the the Manx tournament, and then you, I think there might have been two groups. I can't remember. Now. Anyway, if you won your group, the, the following pre-season you went to Isle of Man. So we'd always come back pre-season training. We'd do a couple of weeks, uh, get reasonably fit. <laughs> And then as soon as we jumped on ferry at Eastham, it would have fucking piss up. Because <laughs> 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 Sacco was a, a proper man's man, Sacco, man. I, 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 fucking massive respect for him. And he, he just he said to us, listen, if you're, not, if, you, if you're playing, don't go out night before. This when we got to Isle of Man. Well, we used to stay in Palace Casino, didn't we? You've got fucking Whispers Nightclub, you've got, a, you've got a casino and you've got Lido's out back. We stayed in Main Port, in Main Place. I remember... I remember like, it might be the first time we got there. And um, so we're we're all in Whispers nightclub. We play, we're in Whispers. It's fucking, and it's a cabaret. So you've got the booths and you've got people watching. Alan Price comes on. My name is little Alan Price. And, and there's 16 of us at the back of him going, you've tried to be nice all your life. Da, 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 da. And we sang with him all night long. And no one would give a fuck. And end of the night, he turned around and he went, thanks very much, ladies and gentlemen. I'd just like to thank the boys from Blackburn Royce for joining tonight. You've been magnificent. Well done, boys. Merry night, we thought, fucking brilliant. Bang, bang, bang. 12 months on, two things happens. I got married in June. So in July, we're in Isle of Man again. So this time it's Tony Christie. So again, we're in casino having a bit of a gamble and... We're fucking uh, playing and going out and getting pissed on with having Tony Christie comes on. Is this Amarillo or Chris, yeah. Tony Christie? Yeah. So this is it. So he comes on and he's gone. Boom, boom. We're all at the back of the same place a year later. <laughs> Show me the way to Amarillo. And I've been holding my pillow. He fucking cut us off in half, did Tony Christie, miserable twat. <laughs> <laughs> Dorman, Dorman, get this lot out of the room in the fucking show. <laughs> fucking hell, Tony. Fucking, so we all fucked off to Lido and got pissed in Lido. Come here, Dewey. Miserable bastard. Fuck <laughs> me. So anyway, we, we, so he gets to line about fucking two or three o'clock in the morning. We, we get back into the club and uh, I think we are in the casino, I can't remember. And then I use this, uh, Mike Patterson, Mike Patterson to reception. Mike Patterson, we've been there about three days. That's a fucking strange one. So I've gone to reception and uh, she's gone, girl's gone, phone booth one. I went in. Hello, Mike. Yeah, she dad. How are you, dad? How are you? Where are you? I said, I'm Isle of Man. So I know you're in fucking Isle of Man. You got married a month ago. You don't support your wife for three fucking nights. <laughs> <laughs> I said, dad, it's fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking wise fucking going mad here fucking that's so hot I, I actually genuinely forgot to phone her for three nights I've been, married, I've been married a month she never fucking trusted me after that <laughs> fucking hell so, so your dad's like done the, made the phone call for her 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell, man. He said, I think she must have gone down, like knocking on my dad's door and my mum's door. You're fucking son. The thing is, obviously, they were no more phones mm. back then, were they? Exactly. Oh, right. So it went one of them, weren't it? You know what I mean? So it made it hard because I knew what phone booths were. <laughs> <laughs> you talk about tackle the, like, just saying, don't go out night before. You know, like, in terms of modern football now, the nutrition and. There were no diets, nothing like that. No, nah, we I mean, my, my, I religiously on a Friday night for my tea, I had fish and chips. Not because it was good or bad for you, because it was just a fucking thing I did. Nice. It was nice. It was nice, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's cheaper than here, but that's all we did, yeah. And then Saturdays we'd get up and, um, again, I think, on the other thing, the Saturdays we had, in fact, my first pretty much meal as a fucking, uh, as, a, as a first team. If we went down south somewhere, and I didn't know what they had for the pre-matches. So I'm sat around the table, we all first team lot. And I just watched what Simon Goyne had, because Goyne's with me, man, like, he had chicken. So I've gone, chicken, brought this chicken. And I've gone, Goyne's just putting some salt on his. I said to the lad on this side, just pass the salt, will you? He passed me fucking, um, I didn't know what it were. He passed me fucking sugar. I thought it was salt. So I fucking put all this fucking sugar on my chicken pre-match. I know, I know you're like, I know you like young and inexperienced, but... <laughs> You surely must know what fucking salt and sugar are. <laughs> I didn't fucking, I'd never been in a fucking place before with salt and pepper skits and all that <laughs> stuff. Mine went out to the fucking tub out at Cubbies, fucking salt. And, and I put it anyway, I put it on and, and they were watching me. I thought, you can fuck off, I'm going to eat it. And I fucking ate it. I was that's fucking embarrassed and so I went, fuck it, I'm going to eat it. <laughs> Tell you what, 10 minutes into the game, I was fucking like that. <laughs> There was none of that shit, like, you know, no, no, not until not until later on when I went to Bolton. Were he, were he good for you, Sacco? Because I mean, you yeah. you said that you were a bit scared of him at I some was. Point. It was a lot older than yeah. me as a young lad. I think a lot of the youth team were the same. Yeah. You just used to be shit scared of him, but yeah. you said he was a top fella, didn't you? He were the, the, the senior pros. He looks after his senior pros, so loyal to his players. And end of the day, that's what cost him his job. He was, he was so was loyal. He was, yeah. He was a proper man's man. But uh, we used to train, just, just a little unfair, we used to train at a place called Pleasanton Plainfields in Blackburn. And um, right through the middle of Pleasanton runs the river down. It's not so stream, it's a fucking big river. And when it rains, you keep, it's like, you know, it's dangerous. So and, and in my second year as apprentice, I had to look after football. So I know how precious footballs were in them days, the old white mitre multiplex we used to play with. And if anything went missing, it was my responsibility to go and get them. Because like gold dust, we had no money. You started off with 20, 25 balls, you finish season with about fucking eight, you know. So this particular day, I'm a pro now, I'm a first year pro, and it, it's been pissing down and, and river down's fucking flooded, it's up here, it's like, you're thinking, Jesus. Bobby Saxon's got, he's on his cagoule on, and he's old, tied, so he's got a fucking on his bum. Ball goes into the river, Sacco goes in to get it, slips and goes under. We all run to the side. He's fucking gone. I seriously, he's he's fucking dead. He's drowning. He come up about twenty five yards down river, fucking like that, and gone and gone again. Another twenty five. He's gone. He's fucking dead, and no one's jumping in to save him because they, they're there. They're fucking dead themselves. So fuck me. The only chance he's got, there's a bridge further down where it narrows a bit, and we're thinking, fuck me. This is, and he managed somehow to get to bridge at side crawl out at fucking water on his hands and knees how he got out of it to this day I'll never know for the sake of a fucking football <laughs> about fucking £3.50 probably back in them days fuck me so with a lot called Paul Cumstiff we used to call him pie man because Cummy used to go to Chippy over at road every single day and have steak pie chips and gravy for his fucking dinner from Lee's I think it was Lee's Chinese and he would six foot another one rest his fucking soul six foot jumps into the other side of the river for a fucking ball Come, he just goes fucking swims across, comes out beside me, ball under his fucking arm like that. What are you doing, you fucking dick? He's just nearly drowned. I've got fucking ball, I'm not. <laughs> what are you doing? But honestly, pleasant and some of the things down there. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass?" 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You used to get the bus from Ewood. We was all on the same. Yeah, like the yeah. transits. Well, it was like, because I lived two miles away from ground. I used to run, run down to the bus and get bus at half, half eight every morning. We used to jump up fucking bus, upstairs, have a fag, because I used to smoke, fucking upstairs, having a fag, wait up. Oh, we did, eh? Fucking 10 number six. Not one, yeah. Went to work, yeah, would you work? Oh, WH Smith, fucking happy days, boom, boom. So, and it buzzed with packed upstairs and downstairs. And after about, I don't know, two or three months, I'm sat at back at buzz one day, and it, a fucking adolescent thing, innit? It happened. Fucking dick got hard. <laughs> I got a fucking hard on back at Buzz. I'm 16 year old, just 16. And I'm thinking, how the fuck am I going to get off this Buzz without people knowing I've got a fucking boner on? <laughs> so what I used to do is, it happened a while, it a few times this. What I used to do, I used to put my hand in my fucking pocket like that. Try and make my hand look fucking big like, you know. But then you've got to walk from the back at Buzz upstairs to the front, go downstairs and get off. So you're grabbing all that fucking seat. Buzz is still moving. Grabbing all the seats on way down. Go downstairs all in fucking nail and wait for the bus to stop thinking, I hope nobody can see this. That's fucking embarrassing. <laughs> I used to get off bus, onto the road, put both hands in my pocket, walk across the road like Kaiser fucking saws here, walking up <laughs> fucking road. <laughs> Fuck me, I'm like, people must be going, oh, look at him. <laughs> fucking hard, <isn't> <laughs> And then I get over the road, so go down, and it fucking go. That's a lot of it. And it happened, it happened for about fucking two months on and off. People must have sussed me out. Some people don't know. Dad, they must have. Oh, look at poor lad. He's got a fucking eye on him. <laughs> fucking honestly, he would honestly he would have known <laughs> Fuck me. I'm like fucking break dancing across fucking <laughs> no. Jesus Christ. Well, it's first episode we've done it first half an hour we've had add-ons kidnappings murders yeah. <laughs> okay, a good set of tits oh I don't forget that man <laughs> crazy, crazy so you man. said that everything sort of started going downhill then at Blackburn what happened I had a good first season and then I got to, I think 2021 uh, year old we played 11 games that season I scored 5 or 6 goals from middle at Park and then went down to Millwall and played Millwall and um, ball came on my shoulder and Vince has come out for it and I've hit my shoulder, I've hit shoulder and my fucking medials have gone. So five or six goals, 11 games, getting a lot of good, you know, people watching and what have you. Long story short, I'd out for five months. I remember sat in stands actually. Um, there were a scouting stands sat behind me when I had my leg up from West Ham. I think we were called Stuart Diamond of them, right? And he's gone to my fucking house and he said, we're about to make a bid for you. And they were in first division at the time. He said, we're about to make a bid for you. He said, but don't worry about it, you'll come back strong. Uh, when I came back, I never really came back to, I were probably, probably 95, 96% of what I were, but um, it was a long five months. Yeah. And the thing, the stupid thing about it is when I did come back, we played Sheffield United a couple of weeks after I scored a bloody hat-trick against them at home. So that season I scored 10, 11 goals. But then the team started struggling a bit. Um one season, the, the last Bobby's last season, we were right down there and uh, we played Wolves at home. And I think Wolves were struggling as well. I remember that. They told me, Doc, to it, manager. So we're all sat in change and we waiting for this game. We had to go and win this game to, to make sure we stayed up. And Tommy Doherty burst in fucking home team dressing room and started doing team talk for us. Bobby Saxon's gone, What are you fucking doing? And he's going, well, he's not playing in his team and he's not playing and he's not playing. Not my heart, he went, I've just been fucking psyched, lads. <laughs> he got the bullet from Wolves and coming out of changing room and give us the fucking rundown on them. Fuck, man. What? So he'd just been sacked just before the game? <laughs> he'd been sacked on, yeah, he'd been sacked. Coming, he said, I've just been fucking fired. That were it. He'd come in and give us the rundown on fucking his team. Yeah. Went out and beat him. I think I was sub that day, but went out and beat him. I think we stayed up. And then... Um, so, the, so the Wolves manager's been sacked and he's thought I'll tell you what fuck you fuck you yeah I'm going to give them the keeper's got a bad right eye keep it on that <laughs> side true <laughs> okay. story yeah he come in he was fucking unbelievable like fucking Tommy Doherty for Christ's sake you know what I mean mm. wow so they actually went out and beat him and then Sacco's time we done them um, 
during course the next the, the following season, he, he got the bullet and um, Don Mackay came in. And that's when it's really started going down. I mean, I had a few injuries during that time. And being a local lad and all your mates being local as well, I got a bit of stick off punters, you know what I mean? I got to that stage where, well, I'll give you an example. Fucking hell, this with Don Mackay for you. He commended Don Mackay and he's gone to us. First time, three, and that's an injury. We're playing Leeds United to reserves on a Tuesday night. Uh, Tony Port with Kurtek and, and he commended Don and he said to me, Paddy, please meet your son. Boom, boom, jumping car. You come up to Leeds with me and Tony. I thought, oh, got a fucking chance here. He fancies me. Happy days. So we got up to Leeds. Kicks off. Ten minutes into the game. Um, one at Leeds, lads. Cuts me in half. I mean, he was fucking, he was a naughty one. And bit dreaming, got up and carried on. And I thought, fuck you. Eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. Ten minutes later, I fucking done him. Cut him in half. That were it. Fucking, he, he got up and carried on, but I got him back, you know. That were it. Got into changing him. Said, half time, Mackay's gone to us. You ever tackle like that again, you'll never play for this football club ever again. And I've gone, it cut me in half. I'm not bothered what he did to you. I said, well, I'm not bothered what you're saying. You can fuck off. <laughs> I said to fuck off. If anybody's going to fucking kick me, I'm going to fucking kick him back because that's what you fucking do. Well, that was the beginning of the end. We don't like that. Told him to fuck Four off. Mate, one minute I'm up there with him. Next minute, I'm fucking first one on his get rid of so us. Did he lift home then? <laughs> get all fucking buzz. <laughs> one minute off and an hour on. Cue it there, yeah. Cue it But then, yeah, and then time went on. And then, the, but yeah, we were, um, you know, that was sort of the end of it down there. But <laughs> there's just one thing bef- before Don Mackay came in, we played Brighton away on a Tuesday night. Um, 19-year-old, again, playing on left wing. They had Tony Grealish, they had Jimmy Case playing. I'm sure Tony Grealish playing. Jimmy Case were playing. Kicks off, I'm having a decent game. I'm fucking doing a bit, putting crosses in. We get a penalty. So I've gone, I'll have it. So I put it down, knock it out to the fucking stand. It landed in fucking Brighton. Boom, over here, boom. You know. <laughs> it missed by that fucking much. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Faz has gone, you little fucking cunt. I told you not to take it. Fucking leave me alone, you swab. Oh, oh, oh. Look at all you. Ten minutes before half time, they get a penalty. And I'm still on the edge of the box waiting to follow it in. Jimmy Case comes to the side of me, rubbing shoulders with me. I thought he wanted to talk. I went, yeah, Jimmy, it's fucking coward, isn't it? Like, <laughs> he went, yeah. I went, right. So I thought, it's not right, this. So I moved another couple of yards outside. He fucking followed me. I went, are you all right? He went, yeah. And as, as they took penalty, it went in top corner and he fucking jumped on me fucking foot. Fuck off! Fucking went down like a sack of spuds. He fucking hurt me. Done about 13 out 14 stone. Referees come over to us. What's wrong with you? I said, Jimmy Case has just jumped on me foot. He said, what are you stood next to him for, you stupid prick? I said, fuck all, son. <laughs> but... Eye for an eye, two for a fucking tooth. So we're playing at home about three months later. And I always remember as a kid, we got taught how to tackle, or nowadays how not to tackle. So the first one were always the block tackle. The second one we got taught were roll your foot or top of the fucking ball. And then the third one was, if you didn't control the ball, knock it out your feet, make it a 50-50 or a fucking 60-40, go at top on them. And that's what we got taught as fucking 15, 16 year old kids off some off senior pros and, and managers. So you'd be getting lessons in how to fucking look after yourself. The dark yeah, arts. Yeah, the dark arts. That's indeed. it. Yeah. So I'm thinking for months, I'm thinking, right, I'm not going to do him. I'm going to roll my foot, or else I'm not going to fucking jump <laughs> on top of him. And it was on my mind for fucking months. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Honestly. <laughs> it would give me cares for fuck's sake. I'm a 19 year old fucking 11 stone wet through kid. So anyway, game kicks off about half an hour into the game and it happens. It's going to be out your feet, 60-40, <laughs> or it's up. So it's going to be number three. Yeah, yeah. Right, don't mess about with phase one and two. Yeah. Number three. So number three is getting it soft. Boom, 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 out of my feet and I've set off and I've just gone, oh, you're getting it here, mate. And Jimmy Case has set off and I've jumped and as I've jumped with my two feet like that to go right to the top, he went like that, stopped, opened his legs, I'm underneath him. I looked up at him. <laughs> he, he looked down him. at me 
with a smile on his face and drops on his fucking, oh, his knee on my chest. Bang! <laughs> Fucking kill me! <laughs> kill me, you cunt! <laughs> fucking cunt! Help me! Kill me! He's fucking ran off! You fucking idiots! Fucking ran off! Lesson in life: that number three doesn't fucking always work. He <laughs> <laughs> obviously knows what's coming, doesn't yeah. he? Oh, yeah. He's start. Um, yeah. Oh, he done me. Defense piece, against mate. the dark arts. Yeah, fantastic, <laughs> mate. Yeah. Did you feel like you had to get away? I know it was your hometown team, but did you yeah. f- for the benefit of your career, like? Yeah, definitely, yeah. Yeah, I had to go. It had gone stale. They pulled me at the end of the season, they'd done. And my missus was expecting her first kid, Jade. And um, it, it, pulled me, it pulled me into office and my contract was up. He went, right, your contract's up, I'm going to give you a £10 rise. I think I'm on about 170 quid then, something like that a week. He said, I'll give you a £10 rise. I said, my wife's expecting her first child. I said, can you not do a bit better? You know what he said to me? His exact fucking words. He went, I didn't get her pregnant, did I? I went, you, f- oh, I didn't. I felt like saying, you fucking prick. But I couldn't stand him because he, he sat there, I was sat here, and he had Tony Park sat behind me, and I thought, is he trying to fucking prove something? Yeah, I couldn't get my head around it. So I went, well, that's not enough. I said, because my wife's expecting. He went, well, there you go. I said, so you want me to go with him, really, do you? And he went, well, you can go if you want. So that was it. So I was fortunate enough that um, the Preston wanted me. What were the other lads being on? You know, you said just in... The seniors. Uh, yeah. The seniors would have been no more than five, maximum, 4.55 maximum. And that were in 87. That's still very, very, very good money, isn't it? Uh, yeah. In life. In, in them then. days. Absolutely, yeah. And then uh, John McGrath coming for us at North End. How was he? <laughs> I've never seen it like it in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me, the most bizarre man I've met in my life. And Mickey Napone told me, because Basil went down the season before, when I told him Preston Wences, once he does, he phoned me up, he went, be prepared, son, be prepared. Wow. I weren't driving at the time, because my missus used to drive, so I, w- I was 23, so I weren't driving at 23. So I had to get my test done pretty quick if I went to Preston. But um, my dad took me over to meet him. I went in office, left my dad in car outside. Have you signed by this point? You know no, that no, you signed, the, this, so this is, is the pre- meeting. Right. Yeah, this is the meeting. So I went in office, Mike Patterson, see, see the manager. So he's upstairs waiting for me, went upstairs. I walked into this room and he's there, six foot fucking one. Fucking growler. Like that, his face is, all right, son, Manchester. All right, son, how are you? Yeah. Pleased to meet you. Yeah. Have you come with I said, come with my dad. Where is he? He's downstairs in the car. What's he doing in the fucking car? Go and fucking bring him in, son. Don't leave your dad outside. I'm like, what the fuck's this? Four mates went, right, right. So I've gone outside. My dad's come upstairs with us and like, my own man. He's gone to me, hey, man. Mr. Patterson, call me Keith. All right, Keith, how you doing, bye. Do you want to smoke? My old man was, yeah, go on then. He said to me, do you want to smoke? I was still smoking. I went, no. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> I didn't want to go back up. No, so we sat down. He went, right. So him and me that talked for about fucking half an hour and left me totally out of it. I'm thinking, Fuck me. Just give us a shout when you've done that. I want fucking 400 quid a week. <laughs> so anyway, he sat down in my graph. He went, so it was, um, 350 a week, uh, 14 grand signing on fee, two years. It was 20 minutes down the road. My wife's having the first kid. Fucking brilliant. Perfect. Brilliant. Can you, buy, by the way, you know, at this point, can you buy a house outright for 14 grand? Well, I paid my first house for 14 grand. There you go. When I were 19, 20 year old. And that was a, a terrace house in Darwin. I'm just going to put it in perspective for... Yeah, for the time. For the time. You get 14 grand signed on for you, can pretty much buy an house. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it was then, yeah. He's gone, right, are you happy? I went, yeah. Well, at this time, the ex-gracia payments were just stopping. Well, I didn't know this, because I had no agents. There were no agents then. I didn't know what the fuck we were. He said to me what you were getting, and that's what you got. So I get my first wage packet and my second wage packet, and my signing on fee is going to be in it, and my bank account's going to be swelled up to the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Seven and a half grand, bang. I open my wage packet, there's about two and a half, three grand missing. So I've gone to into office to secretary, I went, I think you've got me signing on for you a bit wrong. It should be a bit more. He went, well, I'll have a word with the manager. I went, right. So I went and sat into the engine rooms. Les Chapman opened the door. Paddy, Gaffer wants you. 
Chappie's face were like that. I said, what's wrong? He said, he's not happy with you. I said, what have I done? Gets into office. I wouldn't sit down. He went, stand up. Fucking stood up like He went, who the fucking hell do you think you are, you little cunt? You come to my fucking club, you go to my fucking secretary, and you fucking want more money. You don't fucking do anything without fucking coming to me first. You're a fucking Joe, you've been here two minutes. Who the fuck do you think you are? Get out of my fucking office. I was fucking nearly crying. <laughs> I kid you not. It brought me down the cunt. I went, you fucking hell, you know what to fucking do. I mean, that weren't Bobby Saxon, you know what I mean? But this, this, fuck me, I went to, Chop, Choppy followed me out of office, he went, he said, don't worry about it. He said, he's just trying to fucking break you down to fucking get you back, you know what I mean? It fucking worked. <laughs> he fucking destroyed me. So, but the, how come the money we're missing? Like, oh, because it's, sorry, yeah, it's debts, grass your payments, they were no longer, you, you didn't get what does the that full mean? amount. Well, you used to get the full amount, but right. then the government got a grip on it with all the money that were going oh, on. Oh, so they wanted to started taxing slice. you. Right. Yeah, so they got their slides. Right. It, it oh. stopped around about that time. Yeah, sorry, that's it. So that's what happened. So I didn't know about this. I thought we were getting the full whack. Yeah. The tax, <laughs> so we were fucking spewing. That's a cancer in the fucking holiday to America. We were looking at Sorry, anyway, he was brilliant. He was fucking brilliant. He was scary as fuck. But he, 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 he would basil again. He said to me, wait for one of his team talks. So we've got in this particular day, and it's 10 to 3. So you do all your stuff, you come in, as you know. 10 to 3, McGrath's gone. Right. And when he used to speak, he used to swing his arms, did John? Right. Sit down and listen to me. We all fucking sat down and Mickey Rappel looked across the room at me and went fucking like that. Here we go. <laughs> at home, I've got a garden. And in my garden, I've got flowers. Red ones, white ones, yellow ones, pink ones. I love them. But I've got weeds, and these weeds, I pack them out, and I fuck them off. So what I want you to do today is go out there and play like my garden. Because if you don't, the fucking weeds amongst you, I'm going to pick yous out, I'm going to fuck yous off. Now get out there and fucking win. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone to fucking bars, I went, for a second the piss? Fucking no. And then fucking... Um, we signed uh, a lad called uh, Graham Shaw from Stoke. I was sure we were, again, a centre forward. Um, 11 and a half storm went through. And we played this game this particular day. And Shaw is getting battered all over the place. We've come in at half time and John's gone. Shawy, next week, son, me and you, down the fucking gym. And by the time I finish with you, I'll have you looking like Arnold fucking Shoemaker. <laughs> <laughs> So I just watched you nigga. I'm a shoemaker being the fucking jockey, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell, Gav, you want to put weights on him, not fucking take it off him. <laughs> fucking hell. Oh, Bryce is missing. Did the other lads like him though? Brilliant. Scared to death. Let's jam with Frank to fucking death of him. Honestly. And he resurrected my career. Yeah. He was fucking brilliant for us, he was, yeah. But he didn't take any shit as you can gather up. And you got no reservations about going to Preston from Blackburn with it being local like Rivalry team-wise? No, there's not really any rival between us and Preston. It's Burnley. Oh, is it? Oh, fucking, it's fierce. It's fierce. I mean... Well, I was, you wouldn't go there, would you? I mean... What, to Burnley? Yeah, that'd be a mistake, yeah, wouldn't Not it? unless I were fucking skint. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I was skint at the time. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that happened later on, didn't yeah. it? Fucking hell. So what happened when you left? Did we, were it injuries or were it contract th thing again? No, I just got to the point where, and a lot of lads were the same at the time, but um, I developed sciatica. I was, I, was, I was getting up in mornings and, and literally lifting my leg out of bed until it got going. I used to go down training every morning, jumping out of bath to get it loosened up and get going. So I, I, I said to John, to Gaffey, I said, I've got sciatica and I'm, I'm fucking struggling. He went, right, not a problem. You can fuck off then. <laughs> right. There's a solution. Yeah. No problem. He said, I'll sort it out for you. We've I'm, got a weed. No sympathy. <laughs> You've got a weed, yeah. <laughs> fuck off, you weed. You know, fucking pink rose now, son. <laughs> <laughs> On you go. So, as it happens, um, Sam Ellis at Berry um, and Walshy, he fancied us. So, and Nigel Greenwood came other way. Nigel went to North End and I went to Berry with the biggest bunch of fucking thugs I've ever played with in my life. 
uh, that just typified Walshie and big fucking Sam Ellis. <laughs> fucking hell, I got there and it was a different game. It weren't pass, pass, pass. It were fucking in your face. It corners, Tony Cunningham up front, David Leon right wing, Phil Parkinson in middle at Park, and Parker annoyed dirty bastard. He was no nonsense, Parker. Two big centre-halves, and that's how we played. And I got into, I, I, I loved it, to be honest with you. You know, we used to have Shinpad Thursdays. And you used to think, right, Shinpad Thursday. Oh, fucking so. Thursday, Shinpad's on, fucking game. Fucking boom. That was it. On Thursday, kicking free for all, free for all, kicking shit out of each other, and you know that were it, and it, it were it, it was some brutal sometimes. You're like fuck's sake, and then right name team half the time it was last man fucking standing, last man who was standing. You can play, you can play. <laughs> it was brilliant, but that's what it were. But but you bought into it. You kind of got involved in the oh, in all of that because it wouldn't be your style, really, would it? You want know, about no. passing it and whatever. A little bit, yeah, but I mean, it, the banter and what have you, and then. You know, it were more, the culture were more still old school then. You know, it was all about drinking and, and team bonding and what have you and getting well, together. Well, Phil Parkinson into all that then? He was fucking mean. I mean, when he went to Reading and I played against him a few years later, our teammates, fuck you, my Parky, all right. Halfway through the game, we done passed me, went, fuck off, under my fucking chin. What are you fucking doing? Under my fucking chin, all like that, bit my tongue off. <laughs> See, I would never have had him down as that. Oh yeah, he's, he's a bit nasty fucking park. Yeah, he can he can he can dish it out. He can dish it What's out. Yeah. Bad, is that? But you know, then we're that's how it were then. So what league were burying while you were there? I think it were it were probably second division, weren't it? We're Premier League in I went there in nineteen ninety. Yeah, ninety, 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 ninety one. Yeah. So Premier League weren't going then, were it? No, so we'd have been division two, yeah. You're right. So like yeah. the championship now. Championship now, yeah. 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 But the club, um, the club were getting funded by a fellow called Ueves and he was a he was a, a stockbroker and he sort of flitted between between Berry and London. And he, he was a he was a multimillionaire. And then he started bringing all these players in, did um, Sam Ellis, Ronnie Morgier, Roger Stanislaus, he was bringing Southerners in up north, so it must have been costing him a few quid. Um John McGinley we signed and what have you. And I'm thinking, fucking hell, we've got a good team going on here, we've got a chance like, you know. And then money just stopped. Um, Big Sam went up to City with Reedy. Reedy got a job at City. And Big Sam Ellis had gone up there with Reedy and, and gave Walsh a job. And it's getting towards Christmas. And Walsh has pulled me in. He's gone to me, Paddy. Can't pay wages, son. He said, but Bolton want you. You're the only one I can sell at this moment in time. And Phil Neal wants to take you to Bolton. They give you 60, give us 60 grand for you. He said, I can't give you signing on fee. But I had a car, you see. I had a Vauxhall, a Vauxhall Jetta. And, he, and in, six of us got cars. And when, I remember going to Sam's office when he was there before he went to City. Signed a piece of paper, top drawer. Your car, son. Thanks, Sam. Fucking bang. Sorted. Got a car. So I've gone to Walshie. I don't mind waving me signing on feet. I've got a car. Bang on. He went, not a problem, son. I'll do it. Went to speak to Phil Neal. Phil Neal's gone. So boom on boom. I'm going to get the same wage you're on at Barry. 400 quid a week. And it's, uh, I think it was a 10 grand year signing on fee. He said, are you happy with that for two years? Again, it's same distance from where I lived. I've got two young kids now. Yeah. Fucking perfect. Yeah. Fucking sign on the dotted line. I'm all right. I've got my car. Month into my time at, at Bolton, I get a fucking report letter through for a car. I get on the phone to Terry Robinson, German. Fucking green grass is his better known. <laughs> <laughs> green grass. I've got a fucking report letter for this car. Well, it's my car. It isn't your car. It's a lease car. I said, I signed a piece of paper with Sam Ellis six months ago, said it with my car. He said, where's that piece of paper? I said, he put it in his top drawer. He said, well, Sam entered his top drawer when he fucking went to Manchester City, so <laughs> he done us a kipper. It was <laughs> a fucking lease car. Let us believe it without a car. <laughs> so I've gone to fucking Berry to Bolton <laughs> on the same money, same wage, and it's cost me fucking money because I had to go no buy a fucking car. car. <laughs> <laughs> fucking sharks, aren't they? So we're a lease car, and then as soon as he's gone, that's it, the lease is over. Fucking gone, that was it. So I actually went into to see Terry. I went, so I said, you're not getting this fucking car back. I said, I'd rather burn it before I give it to you. I said, but unless you give me some money. He went, all right, then I'll give you a couple of grand. So I settled for a couple of grand pound notes. 
um, give him car back and that's going to buy myself a flipping car. <laughs> That's how mad football were back then, isn't it? Really? Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Fucking priceless. Brilliant. <laughs> Fucking hell. We're not back on it, aren't we? We're in a time like it. We're fuming. But <laughs> we're Phil, Phil, Neil, Phil Neil, were he there long before, obviously, Colin Toad come in and uh, Bruce Rioch? Maybe six months. I can't remember, to be honest with you, before mm. Bruce came in. And when Bruce came in. Ooh. So Bruce came in. I don't know if you had it. First day he came in, Bruce. Sat us down. Right, lads. We're going to do things a little bit differently from now on. I think Bruce had been abroad somewhere. I think he'd been in. I think he'd been in Germany for a spell, and I think he got educated over there. And he came to Bolton. He went right. He pulled these sheets out, and he went diet sheet. Looked at it, and he went, "I want you to. I want you to start drinking lots of water to rehydrate you. You won't be drinking at wrong times. You'll be drinking at right times. As far as alcohol's concerned, we're going to be disciplined." Um, You'll be, you'll be eating lots of carbohydrates and you'll be eating lots of proteins. And I turned down to Aidan Davison who was side him and I went, what the fuck are carbohydrates? <laughs> he went, I don't fucking know. <laughs> we fucking did. He was like 1992. Yeah. And I went, fuck me. So he's gone, like, pasta, fucking chicken and, you know, all the proteins and the drink. And we bought into it. We bought into that. Collectively as a squad. Oh, like straight everybody. away because it was new to us and we knew that things were changing. So it educated us. But then... His next fucking sentence, which knocked us all sideways, was, you're going to be training twice a fucking day. <laughs> what? <laughs> I play golf, brownie. I play fucking snooker, McGinn, and I go to fucking pub. And we're like, we got together and went, is it right this? We can't be doing this. It fucking were. He had us in morning, afternoon. And, and third house to him, he got us to play his way. And we got, we believed in it. And if you didn't like it, he fucked you off anyway. I didn't say with much resistance, like no. some lads, were there any lads that were just like that? No, no, because, and I come across it later on with Bruce, he was a fucking animal. He fucking put me right in place one day, I'll tell you. But, so this is what we did. We trained every afternoon. He got me playing a certain way on left wing. He, he said to me, listen, you're no fucking person. He said, all I want you to do is, when you get anywhere near that um, corner at box, 18, 20 yards out, he said, if he's showing you it, it's a diagonal. If he's showing you it that side, knock it across the back of him. And he's gone to centre forwards, I think Tony Phyllis Kirk, whoever then. When Paddy gets it, you back fucking post, because he's going to hit it there. All the centre forward, you get across front man. And it was sort of, that's how we did it. And we did it for weeks and weeks, and you could have played blindfold by the end of it. So he made it that simple for you? It, yeah, simplicity, yeah. Perfect word for it. It made it simple for us. It weren't complicated. You work hard. You're fucking disciplined. You do as I say, and we'll be fucking fine. Two promotions, Premier League, three years. Beats everyone in FA Cup. They were amazing. They mm. really were. But then, we when I said before that they had him put in place, we signed Jason McAtee from Marine for a bag of balls and a couple of fucking Bob 500 quid or something. And in first training session, I've, I've gone to close him down. He's gone, drag bike, drag bike, Megs. We just signed this fucking kid from Marine for a bag of balls and 500 quid and he's taking piss out of me. Next time, fucking smashed him. Fucking know your place, son. Because that's what we used to get down as kids. When we were kids, mm -hmm. you used to get it, didn't you? Yeah. And that's how we were brought up. Fucking hell, Bruce put his boots on. And, and to be fair, Jason said this story on his little thing at Liverpool job. Bruce put his boots on and he fucking cut me in half. I was playing. He fucking cut me in half. What, so he's on the sidelines and he's shouting yeah. his boots over? I'll show you. Put my boots on. <laughs> bring the <laughs> boots. <laughs> just imagine, sorry, bringing him in a box. I was just thinking, I've never said all that. <laughs> not having this. Fucking yeah. I'm not having this. Fucking. Bring the boots. Honestly. Just imagine like a, a wooden box. Yeah. Like, just them yeah. down. <laughs> Give me two minutes. Someone's getting cobwebs off. <laughs> right. Fucking hell, two minutes later, we're in a pile of shit on the floor. Fucking destroying me. He went, don't take the piss out of young lads. I felt like saying, you just took piss out to me. Like, you think, fuck, fuck him. Oh, I hated him. I fucking hated him. But I respected him. I could live with it, you know what I mean? Yeah. I could live with it. And it was like, and, and things were changing a bit. You, was that, sorry, was that the general consensus amongst the rest of the lads? Because we've talked about it before, mm. that being a fine, it, it's a difficult thing to master that, to be hated, but respected at the same time. Yeah. 
Yeah, it is a fine line. And I mean, he would have been getting beat week in, week out. He'd have got fucked off. I was just yeah. about to say that. It's different if you're winning. <clears throat> yeah. You, you've got to be on, on the bus, haven't you? 100%. With them. 100%. And to be fair, you know, we played his way, we listened to him, bought into it, and then and, and it was pretty successful for us. So I went from being on £400 a week when he came to fucking £900 a week when he left. Job done. Yeah. It would, you know what I mean? It's success, two promotions. Is that your best form? Is it Bolton? In that spell, it, it probably was because he took eventually for a spell. He took me off the left wing. He knew I had no pace, and he took me off left wing. I had a little bit of tenacity to be on me. I weren't fucking hard. I mean, proper hard players, a genuine hard players. I would have sent a midfield player ratty. You know, I would have tell you if you put a fucking terrier and a pit bull terrier in a fucking ring, your terrier will fight till he's dead, but he'll fucking die because your pit bull will fucking do him, and. I weren't that fucking pitbull. I was just a terrier. <laughs> <laughs> just running around like a fucking idiot. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Pretending to fucking tackle. Fucking bang, like, you know what I mean? But, but that was me. I just, I just loved working my ass off. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.